0: this is your host Victoria and in today's episode we are talking about quieting your mind. As usual I would love to know where in the world you are, what you're up to, and what everything around you looks like right now as you listen to this episode. So please take a quick picture and send it over to me on Instagram or tag me on Instagram so that I can feel like I'm right there beside you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Victoria Sardane podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Hello, everybody I hope you're all well I hope this episode finds you well on another Monday morning my Monday morning looks a little bit different this week it was recently Thai New Year so there's a huge celebration here in Thailand and for the occasion we went up to the north and we drove from Chiang Mai over to Pai so this is where we are at the moment thought I'd give you a little bit of an update and this is my setting as I speak to you And today we're speaking about quieting the mind. So, there was a specific reason why I wanted to approach this topic with you. And the main reason was that, as I alluded to in the past podcast episodes, I've had a big change with work recently, starting up my consulting once again, which I was doing pre-COVID and taking on a big consulting project, which was a huge change of lifestyle, change of pace for me at the beginning of 2023. And has really brought with it lots of changes so of course going from doing 100% only coaching and creating content to now doing coaching creating content and then on top of it adding a new consulting work which really suggests you know going back to the business world so it's been a big of a change big 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 change. And as I've gone through this change, especially in the past few weeks, I've really been noticing the changes that have occurred in my thoughts and in my mind as a consequence. So obviously there was the physical changes in terms of area of work, and who I was interacting with on a daily basis, and my schedule, and how I was managing my time, but I see those as more of the kind of external changes. And the internal changes was really what was going on in my mind as a consequence. And I've been playing around as well with this idea of observing my mind and observing my thoughts. And this is perhaps a little bit of a tangent, but is still related. Just this idea that i've heard about in quite a few podcast episodes and in books and i believe do not quote me on this because i'm not 100 sure but i believe it is kind of the basis of buddhist philosophy and it's really this idea that you are not your body and you are not your mind but you are simply pure consciousness observing your body and observing your mind so i think this idea of you are not your body is something that has found its way into our conversations But this idea of you are not your mind and you are not your thoughts and you are simply the observer of your mind and your thoughts is something that I feel like we might not talk about enough. And I think it's very relevant to this particular podcast episode. So I wanted to mention that as a bit of a side note, but that's something that I found really interesting and actually found quite helpful is this idea that we can have these thoughts and we can have our mind racing in one direction or another and we don't have to make it mean that we are a certain thing, or we are not those thoughts. We are simply the one watching the thoughts in the same way that we watch clouds pass by. And so that's kind of, I guess, a danger if we struggle to quiet our mind. And I'm assuming if you chose to listen to this podcast episode today, it might be because you struggle to quiet your mind in general. That might be why you were drawn to this episode in the first place. And I think that the danger when we struggle to quiet our mind is that we can start to identify ourselves with our thoughts. So if our thoughts are constantly running and they are there 100% of the time, then we start to think, okay, if my mind is always running, it's always busy and it's always thinking, it's there 100% of the time, then it must be what I am. It must be who I am. I am these thoughts and I am my mind and when we actually manage to truly quiet our mind that's when we realize that actually if we quiet our mind and we're still there then we are not our mind we're greater than our mind we're more than our mind we're the observer of our mind so that was a slight tangent but i wanted to put that out there because it was something that really helped me in this specific reflection around having a busy mind and it's something that I really noticed in myself as I said over the past few weeks that my mind was racing a lot it was constantly thinking and the truth is that our mind will drive us to focus on the thoughts that it deems to be urgent or important so if there's something that seems to be very important or very urgent or absolutely need our attention then our mind will always veer us to focus on it to think about it and so While I was being the observer of my thoughts and really noticing these internal changes that came as a consequence of these external changes, I realized that there were so many things my mind thought was urgent and required all of my attention all of the time. So even when I would be out of a situation and I would be wanting to take a break or wanting to take a weekend or whatnot, my mind would still think about work would think about this particular project that i'm on would think about the things i have to do and it was as though my mind was tagging everything as this is 100 percent urgent and important and requires all of your attention so that it wouldn't allow me to catch a break so the reason why i really thought this was a concern because i guess that would be something to approach right why is this even a problem I could have simply said, okay, my mind's really busy, it's because I'm going through a stressful time, that's fine, but instead I thought, uh oh, this might be a problem. And the reason why I thought it might be a potential problem or a potential risk is that it brought the risk of overworking, burning myself out, and finding myself potentially too tired. And it could very easily lead me to a point where I start feeling resentful towards my work because I feel like I have given a hundred percent of myself. And the reason this is, is not because I have been working 24 hours a day on this particular project. It's because in those quiet moments, in those little snippets of quiet, of calm, of rest, if my mind is still running at a hundred miles an hour, then it's as if that rest didn't exist. It's as if I was working 24-7. It's as if I didn't actually give myself a weekend, because if during that entire weekend my mind's running around and thinking about things, if it's, let's say, thinking about a meeting, then my mind does not actually even know the difference between thinking about the meeting and being in it physically. So I could have very well just been in meetings the entire weekend And it would almost have the same impact because my mind was thinking about it as though it were there, as though it were reality, and as though it were right there in front of me. And so I'm alluding, of course, a lot to work here, but it can be exactly the same. If you find your mind not going quiet in general because it's polluted with these perhaps self-doubt thoughts or self-critical thoughts, and that's running in your mind 24-7, then it's the same thing, right? Our mind is never going quiet and we can burn ourselves out in one particular area of our life. And balance is something that I think about a lot because it's something that I'd previously struggled with and I think it's something that I've brought a lot more of into my life and I've been able to create a lot of positive change in, which I'm very happy about. But so balance is something that I think about a lot. And in a previous podcast episode about how to not burn yourself out, which I will link in the show notes below, I actually spoke about this idea of the pendulum and how the pendulum will swing in one direction and it'll swing back in the other. And we almost need to think about all aspects of our life as though they had their own unique pendulum as well. So you might think about, okay, social activity. Do I have a lot of it all the time? Or do I have none of it all the time? And what might it look like for me to have a pendulum that is a very gentle and even and balanced swing back and forth. That might mean having a very social time tonight and then having a more quiet morning tomorrow, for example. And of course, everyone's needs in that front are different, so the pendulum will swing in a different way, but we want for us to find our own internal balance in different areas of our life. So if it feels like our mind is always busy, then for the, let's say, loudness of my mind pendulum it's always all the way up to one side and it never gets to go back if we never find that quiet in our mind so that can have its own implications as well because we find ourselves in a state of imbalance so we always want to think about how can we keep this balance and if we're always having a busy mind then what might it look like to quiet our mind and is that something that's necessary for us So the next question is, of course, how to quiet our mind. And this is actually the whole reason why I wanted to record this podcast episode in general, is because I've had a bit of an epiphany about this. So in the past, I had never really struggled too much to quiet my mind. I always found that I would have a very sharp and focused mind when I would be working on something. And when I would decide to kind of swing the pendulum back, I would take some quiet time to myself maybe spend some time alone, maybe go for a run, maybe do some exercise, maybe go for a walk, maybe spend some time with my boyfriend, for example, do the things that really would actually calm my nervous system. However, since I found myself with a very, very busy mind all of a sudden, and this has been, you know, really this change in the past few weeks, I found that those things that would usually quiet my mind weren't enough. So my thoughts and this agitated mind would actually pierce through those quiet moments. Perhaps because my mind has pinned these instances as so important that even a moment of pure calm could not be left calm. So my mind would say, look, I know that you're reading by the pool and I know that it's lovely, but think about this because it's so important. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think this might be something that will resonate with a lot of you. And this is something that I hear a lot when people talk about meditation, for example, they say, oh, well, I can't meditate because then I think too much and then I get even more stressed out, right? Or I can't just lie there and calm my mind, or I can't just lie there and read a book because I'll just start overthinking. And so this is really, I guess, for me, the first time that I really experienced this firsthand And it's been so interesting to observe my mind through this but it's also been interesting to play around with myself and use myself as a bit of a guinea pig and create these experiments and see how I react so this is what I have discovered I have discovered this time around that the only thing that would truly allow myself to quiet this very busy mind was to do something else that required so much focus and presence that I could not possibly think about anything else. So I'll give an example of running. Previously, running is something that would calm my mind. I would put on some music, go for a run, and it would feel really good. And lately, even when running, I would find myself thinking about work. And so I realized that that run could very well be done while thinking about something else. But, and this will come to my first example, my boyfriend and I started kite surfing classes. And kite surfing is very challenging, especially when you're a beginner and you have no idea what you're doing. And there's so many different things that need to be thought about. You need to think about moving the kite in the right direction and making it catch the wind, but not too much. Otherwise, in my case, at least, it will throw you two meters up in the air and then dunk you back into the ocean at full speed. So, there's that to think about, then there's the board, then there's the balance, then there's the waves that are coming at you, there's other kite surfers in the sea, so a lot of different things to be thought about. And I found that after a kite surfing class, I would feel so calm. And I found this really weird because I love the idea of chaos and order and creating a balance between chaos and order, and this is something that I've spoken about and alluded to in many different podcast episodes, and I have an entire podcast episode just on this concept, which I will link in the show notes below, but in the past I would have thought that if I've had a really busy, hectic, chaotic week, then I don't want to bring in even more chaos into my life by learning a new skill and going in the sea and getting dunked into the ocean and getting dragged around the sea. And swallowing four gallons of salt water but in this instance it was the best way to quiet my mind so all of a sudden this idea of in order to balance out the chaos of my week i should bring in more calm and more order that actually shifted around and it was actually about what is something that will require so much presence and focus That my mind has to stick to the present moment and has to focus on what's in front of it that i can't be anywhere else another example is finding a new location so when you are somewhere new somewhere you do not know first of all you're in a completely different environment and a lot of the time specific thoughts are associated with certain environments so being in a new environment tends to shift all of our thoughts But not only that, all of a sudden your mind is trying to navigate something new and it wants to keep you very focused in the present moment. Your mind can't wander off to something that happened last week or might happen in two weeks time because it wants you to stay present and grounded in the right now. So my boyfriend and I recently went on a trip to Vietnam. And during this trip, we did a motorbike tour through the North of Vietnam, which was incredible. And because this was a completely new environment, for me personally, it was the kind of scenery that I have never, ever, ever seen in my life. And so living through these experiences, focused on what's ahead of us, focused on the drive, focused on battling the cold of the mountains while reaching our new spot, these were things that did not allow my mind to run and to think about anything else so I was so present and although one might see this as a bit of an adventure I felt so peaceful and so calm and so much more calm than I had in the previous weeks and so I mentioned cold of the mountains and this brings me to my third example and it's something that I really realized is that whenever I get into an ice bath and I'm not saying that I do this on a daily basis, but I've been playing around with it a little bit. And there's a Wim Hof Center in Bangkok that we've gone to a few times and they have these ice bath and sauna afternoons. And I realized that whenever I get into an ice bath, my mind is still, it's so quiet. I get out of the ice bath and I can't tell you what I've been thinking about because I haven't been thinking about anything. It's really this moment of pure stillness because you are so focused on just breathing and just surviving that you cannot be thinking about anything else so i'm not necessarily telling you to learn kite surfing motorbike around vietnam or jump into an ice bath but i'm encouraging you if you find yourself with a very busy mind and you find that taking moments of quiet or stillness is not enough and that those thoughts tend to pierce through those quiet moments, then this is your invitation to find your equivalent. What is your equivalent of kite surfing, Vietnam, and ice baths? What is something that will invite you to be so incredibly present? And you know what? That might be something really challenging. It might be something really hard that you need to be present in order to handle. It might mean going somewhere new. It might mean meeting someone new. It might mean challenging yourself physically in a way that you never have before. What is something that will allow you and invite you to be so utterly present that your mind has no other option other than to quiet down and stay now? So that is my question for you. That is my little reflection for you this week. I encourage you to have a think about that. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your feedback. I'm taking on a few more one-on-one coaching clients this month. And these are the kind of topics that we discuss in depth. So if you're interested, if you want to learn more, send me a message. Let's have a chat and take it from there. In the meantime, guys, I will see you next week for a brand new episode.